Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on Satiate today. I'm Sue Van Rees, functional nutritionist, food psychology specialist, author, and founder of Boulder Nutrition here in Boulder, Colorado. I also lead women's wellness and yoga retreats, both locally and internationally. Food has so much power. Power to nourish, to strengthen, and to connect us to one another. That said, it's a true rarity to find a woman today who is at peace with her plate, with how she eats, how she looks, and how she feels in her body. Satiate is here to engage in meaningful conversation about what it really means to have food and body freedom, to show up in life as who you really are, to trust yourself tracking the intelligent design of your body, and to prosper with embodied self-care in doing so. Satiate offers you functional nutrition and food psychology insights. Some of my favorite special guests and experts from all over the world. And some personal insights and anecdotes that can act as salve for your soul. If you love this podcast, I would be so grateful if you head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review. That way, you'll be sure to be alerted when new episodes are published and help me spread the word so that other women in need can find their way to this important conversation. Thank you so much for being here today, and I hope you enjoy today's episode of Satiate. I am so excited to introduce to you today's incredible special guest on Satiate. Heidi Rose Robbins, known for her viral moon notes on Instagram and her brand new book, Everyday Radiance, 365 Zodiac-inspired prompts for self-care and self-renewal. She shows us an ancient way to deepen our understanding of ourselves through the sun, the moon, and the stars. Heidi has recently been featured on We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle, as well as has been a featured poet at two TEDx events. I can hardly wait to share this phenomenal woman and episode with you. Here, Heidi shares the unique and precious way she learned all about astrology from the time she was a young child. She also shows us how we can deepen our understanding of ourselves through what was happening in the heavens the moment we were born. And I love the very helpful and useful explanation of our moon, sun, and rising steins and how they can help us with our own self-discovery, as well as her very cool daily offering that she shares over on Instagram. Here's to a lifelong inward journey of self-discovery. May we cherish each and every step of our paths. Heidi Rose Robbins has been a professional astrologer for 25 years, helping thousands of clients all over the globe live with more authenticity and clarity. She hosts two podcasts, The Radiant Radiance Project, featuring poetry, astrology, and good company, and Chart Your Career with co-host Ellen Fondler. Twice a year, she leads Radiant Life Retreats for people wishing to take a deeper dive into her work. 
Please check out the show notes for all the ways you can find out more about Heidi, her new book, her work, and all of her incredible offerings. And here's to a great conversation with Heidi Rose Robbins. It's great to have you today on Satiate Heidi, and thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I know it's probably a busy time for you with a book launch and all that you have going on, so I appreciate you being here today. So happy to be with you, Sue. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. As we were just talking offline, I think we have some mutual friends, and I've been following your work especially on Instagram. I love to read your moon notes each day and they do pop up in my feed quite a bit. So I feel like it's great to be able to meet you in person and to have this conversation. Yeah, Uh, likewise. And I'm always, whenever I get to talk to anybody in Boulder or near Boulder, I always have longings to go (laughs) to be back in Colorado and Boulder. I love that area so much. and I love feeling connected to it through wonderful you know, people there. So anyway, happy to be talking with you. (laughs) Awesome. So with that, why don't you tell me just to kind of get this conversation started where you're coming in from today. And also I was thinking with all that you have going on, what's most inspiring you right now? Mm. So I live in Los Angeles. I live in in Glendale, which is sort of North of, of the main city. Um, and I've been here over 20 years. And I, I, I love living here. Everybody worries that, you know, in, in Los Angeles, you don't have community, but that's one of the main reasons that I love being here. I love, I love my community. And speaking of, you know, what inspires me, community deeply inspires me these days and building things with my community and growing with my friends and community. And I, that always just moves me so deeply. Um, but also yeah, and, and actually, I would just say we're getting ready for this retreat that we do twice a year, this Radiant Life Retreat. And um, I find that so deeply inspiring to work with my friends uh, over time, creating something that is a unique experience that that uh, is is a is an experience people can come into and just like soften and surrender and play. And so that's my moment. That's my inspiration in this moment is getting ready for that retreat with my community. How exciting. As you know, I just came back from leading a retreat as well. So we're both kind of vibing with the retreat situation right now. And that's so exciting. Where will you be for your retreat? You know, Ojai, California is, uh, oh, it's just, I've, I've led retreats there for 13 years. And um, every time I turn off the main highway into the valley, I just exhale and feel so nourished by that space. And I often go there by myself for solo retreats as well, just to go and write and breathe and um, reset. Mm, what a special place. I love that area of California as well. Um, so we can definitely come back to that. Cause I definitely want to share more about your retreat and what, what you love about that and how that can serve the community in our conversation. But let's start a little bit about your story or your journey. And I know from having listened to you speak before and having read, um, parts of your new book that you have a long history with astrology 
And I would love to, if you'd be willing to share some of that with the listeners today. Yeah, I feel really blessed that I uh, was born into a, a, a home with astrology all around. My father was an astrologer and he was deeply interested in astrology from the time he was in his mid twenties. And I remember waking up as a kid and he'd been awake for hours and he would just be sitting and studying his books. And um, so by the time I was born and, and toddler and growing up, you know, he was, it was almost like speaking another language in the house. So I was learning, I was listening to that language for my entire life. And um, he, he was a wonderful teacher and a wonderful psychologist. Like he understood people and he was always kind of whispering in my ear about astrology. And I always loved it. I thought it was fascinating. And it was a, right around when I was 19 years old that I said to him, Hey, will you, will you teach me astrology? Will you actually sit, you know, sit down and teach me astrology? And he, at that time, made me a series of tapes um, uh, that I would listen to and take notes. And it sort of covered all the basics. And at that point, he'd sort of launched me and, uh, but continued as my teacher for the rest of his life, frankly. Wow. What a beautiful way to like incarnate such powerful information when it's coming right from your own father and that you're like inspired by the work that he did. And now you can carry on his lineage in some ways. I'm sure you have your own nuance around astrology, but what a cool experience to grow up with that kind of around you all the time. Um, I'm so curious, like astrology, obviously, you know, here in Boulder, we're very familiar with astrology and various aspects of of the cosmic energy um, and health that we can use to kind of learn more about ourselves. I would love to hear, you know, what you would say to somebody who's dabbling with astrology or curious about astrology and like, you know, what does astrology provide for us a way that is, you know, something that we can, that we can bring into our lives for, um, various aspects of our own self-care or own self-inquiry. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, Astrology is a beautiful tool and, and it provides a beautiful map of the moment you were born and you get to work with that map in your own way and you get to meet that design in your own way. And I always think of astrology as a, a tool for self-compassion, for encouragement, for self-revelation. And it's an, it's, it's a map that, that offers us mm, little whispers and secrets and notes and opportunities to evolve in this lifetime. And if you're just dabbling, wonderful. And what I would say is try it on, keep trying it on. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's only beauty to glean and there's only uh, strengthening and confidence building and an opportunity to give your gift by studying this, this beautiful science and art and offering. Hmm. Having been steeped in this type of work in your own life for so long, like how would you say that you use astrology on a daily basis in your own personal life? I, I'm well, you know, you mentioned that I write these moon notes, right? So uh, I'm never obsessed with my own chart day to day. I always know, you know, what 
is going on in the big cycle of the year and certain times that are going to be more highlighted, but I'm never like every day, what, where is everything and what should I be doing? But I am interested in, for example, where the moon is on any given day, because it can teach us to study energy. So the moon spends two to two and a half days in each sign. And if we as a collective, as humanity, start to pay attention to the rhythms of these planets and positions, we start to study energy and we start to figure out how to use it better, right? So if I know, for example, uh, that the moon's in Pisces, just knowing that gives me an awareness that, oh, this might be a little bit more of an emotional day. This might be a little bit more of a, uh, a fluid day. How do I best want to use this? If I start to want to escape or, or disappear or numb out, I might instead say, huh, this is a sign of artistry and beauty and love and connection. Why don't I call a friend and, you know, take, go to the art gallery, right? So I can make different choices knowing what's available to me. And so that's how I, I use astrology. And I'm, I'm, I have kids. I'm always aware of sort of loosely what's going on in their lives, how I might support the growth. Um, and with my friends as well, frankly, I'm always like, you know, what, what mm -hmm. seed might I plant given that they are going through their Saturn return or that they're have Jupiter on their sun? How, how, what conversation might we start to, to deepen that experience? I love it. So when we're looking at the basics within our own chart, just to kind of give us a context, which I think for most of us, and probably you would agree, it's like your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign. Would you be able, I've heard you speak to this before and you're, you speak to it so beautifully. And it really actually was the first time that I, it completely landed for me because I've studied my own a little bit of astrology here and there for many years, but there's always been like, I'll forget like what things are for or what they mean and how they apply. And the way that you described it really helped me to kind of embody it a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear, you know, just a bit more about our basic sun, moon and rising sign and how we can learn about those and how we can integrate them into daily living. Yeah. 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 Those are definitely the big three, the sun, moon and rising sign. And of course, every other position is a voice in the choir of you. Every other position is enormously significant, but it is a, a lovely little simple simplifying of the chart to say, okay, well, what's your sun, what's your moon and your rising. And the simplest way to say it is the moon has a lot to do with our past and our habitual behavior and sort of our childhood and what we steeped in as a child. And, and the, the sun has more to do with our personality self and our doing self in the world and our career self and our will as we sort of become adults, you could say. And, and then the rising sign, and this is key, you know, in, in soul-centered astrology, which I practice, the rising sign is really considered the most important position. It is the sign that was at the horizon the moment you took your first breath. And so it is what is rising in you. It is what is growing in you. And it is our job to help that grow, to cultivate that energy. So one of the first things I like to do with, with new clients and new students is just say, okay, is your rising sign, you know, fire, air, water, or earth? 
And, and even just to think, oh, I am here to call in the energy of fire or, oh, I am here to call in the energy of earth and knowing nothing about astrology. You can just think about the element and say to yourself, what does that mean to me as an element? Right? So that's the simplest way to talk about the sun, moon and rising. Sometimes I say, you know, we're, we're, we're born into the moon. We get in our sun car, <laughs> you know, the car, oh, the car great. is our sun and we drive towards the, the horizon line or the rising sign. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, that really helps me to sort of take a little bit of a different perspective on all the different parts of my chart and, um, see how, you know, there's like an evolution. Basically what you're saying is there's this, this journey we're taking between the moon and then to the sun and then to our rising sign. And I think it really gives like a nice map of some of the different qualities that we might notice within ourselves. Um, would you, you know, would you say something similar as far as like how we can integrate that into our own daily practices? Yeah, I think one thing that's important is that we don't purely think about it in a linear fashion. So we don't think, mm -hmm. oh, we're just here to, you know, the moon only has to do with our childhood and then we leave it behind or the sun only has to do with the sort of midlife. It's it's not that at all, but it it is both linear and I want to say like cyclical. So I might outgrow certain tendencies of the moon position. Like I have the moon in Capricorn and the moon in Capricorn is somewhat cautious and careful and really hardworking and sometimes too effortful, right? And sometimes too responsible to everyone and everything, right? So I might be able to outgrow a certain quality of that Capricorn moon, I might start to learn how to be a little bit more spontaneous and playful and light. But then I can return to the Capricorn moon and I can say, gosh, I have a mountain that I want to climb and I want to climb it, not with a serious furrowed brow, but with a lot of joy and light. So now I'll call in that Capricorn energy and it's, I can rely on that energy and it's a beautiful energy. You know, we never want to dismiss any sign because every sign has this gorgeous evolution, right? So at any moment you might find yourself, you know, in the, in the most difficult aspect of a sign in the, the, the trapped part of the moon, let's say, or you might find yourself in the most elevated part of that sign. And so day to day, I think I just tend to notice where I'm at using those energies. If I fall into, in, into the pit of despair around my, whatever it is, my Aries sun, or, or am I riding the energy in a, in a, in a healthier way? Yeah, absolutely. And I know for people listening, it's easy to find your chart online and also to, to kind of access some of those uh, pieces of your puzzle to then deepen into your own, your own study. Um, Heidi, do you still do offer like private readings for people in your work or how is that unfolding for you these days? Yes. Well, I do, but there's a big old waiting list. And, but I do have a, I do have a kick-ass group of uh, astrologers on my team now, five incredible astrologers who now offer full readings through my site. And there, I would vouch for any of them and I would do readings with all of them. Um, and I, and I have actually, we've all uh, on our team, we've all exchanged readings, which is such a gift, right? Um, but also for those that are just like dabbling and starting to learn and curious, 
I have something called a snapshot, a sun, moon, and rising snapshot. And it's a, it's a personal audio that one of the astrologers creates, and they're talking right to you about your sun, moon, and rising sign. And you start to get a taste of those three together. And then you can even explore further and you can get something called a transit snapshot, which is about what's going on in the heavens right now and how that's affecting your birth chart. So there's a lot of choices um, and even if you just want to write me at HeidiRose.com and get you, can, we will send you your birth chart for free. We'll just send you a copy of your birth chart. If you're, if you're just wanting a pretty copy of your birth chart to look at, and, and we'll tell you what your sun, moon and rising is. Um, we just do that for free. So that's another possibility. That's amazing. What a crazy opportunity for just like so many different ways that you can learn more about your own chart and your own astrology. I love that. And I love that you have some other people working with you because it seems like that would be a lot right now with everything else you have going on to be the only one doing readings. So here's well, you know, Sue, how it is. Like I do. You know, you're like evolving a business, right? And I spent years and years and years doing it by myself. And now it's like, ah totally (laughs) support. (laughs) I could relate to your Capricorn explanation. That's my son. And so yeah, I can I can absolutely get stuck in that piece of the in that piece of my of my my chart where, you know, just taking on too much, doing too much and holding it all and yes. So, yes. work in progress always. Yes, yes. Um so one of the things that I think is so incredible about your work is this daily practice that you both I'm sure do for partly yourself but for the world, which is your moon notes. And every time I read them, I am just so in, in like inspired by this diligence and this daily practice mm-hmm. and this offering that you make um, when you write them and post them each day. And I know so many people read them. Um, I would love to hear a little bit about both how that got started and how that like how that shows up for you in your, in your life. I mean, it's a big commitment, but it's something that you seem like very committed to. Yes, I I am very committed to it. Somehow (laughs) I've been doing it for five and a half years. Um, It's funny how I started. If I'm going to tell you the truth, I was like, I've got to build my business on, I've got to, you know, build Instagram or I've got to like, you know, build my business somehow so that I can have a bigger outreach. That was, and, and I just, and I was thinking that, and then over here one day, I just sat, sat down in this big blue chair in our bedroom. And I was like, I'll just write a note about where the moon is. And it was literally three, three, four lines. I was like, the moon's in cancer, have a yummy meal and cozy in. That's all I wrote. And up until then, I think I had 10 posts on Instagram or something. And on on that post, like suddenly out of the blue, you know, 20 people said, Hey, do this again. And it, even though it was 20 people, which is small, it was the most that I'd had respond to anything at that moment. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it again. I did it the next day and more people, you know, and and then I just started experimenting. Well, how do I, I mean, cause I was writing them on a little card basically. And then I bought a bigger notebook and then I, it just became this beautiful creative project. And, and it is this, it's, it's hard because I, I will say for the first two years, I decided I would wake up at five and I would write it and I would post it by five forty-five Pacific time. 
And I just decided that was the rhythm. And so I woke up every morning, every single morning at five o'clock to write this. And that was also a lot of pressure because it was, um, am I going to write something worthwhile sharing in a half an hour? Right. Right. <laughs> so I was kind of crazy that I did that. Now I will often write it the night before um, and get it ready to go. And then I'll still wake up and post it. I don't know why I do that. Cause obviously there are services that will post it, <laughs> but I still wake up and post it. And even when I'm like on vacation, I was in Ireland a couple of years ago and I would post it from Ireland. I didn't write it ahead of time. I just decided I would, you know, just keep doing it. So it's become like a beautiful, uh, meditation practice for me. That's what I would say. It's become a way of quietly for, 15 minutes checking in with where I am, how I want to use the energy and how I might offer encouragement to my fellow travelers, <laughs> you know? So wow. now this, now this book is similar to the moon notes that's just come out, but I might, I, I think is, I think I'll just continue until I wake up one morning and say, it is done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when we keep returning to a practice, as you and I both know from like our history with yoga and that sort of lineage, you know, the, the returning to the same practice every day with fresh eyes is so incredible. And I'm sure that not only have you touched the hearts of so many people with your moon notes, but I'm sure that it has evolved in you in so many ways over the years. It's just an incredible practice. And I also, on a funnier note, it's really great that you have such awesome handwriting. <laughs> well, you know what? That's I'm like, wow. You know, it's like, it's pretty to look at and it's very legible and not everybody could do that. <laughs> well, that's actually a funny story too, because when I was in seventh grade, I always had decent handwriting, but when I was in seventh grade, there was this friend of mine, her name was Nina Luningprak, and she was perfection in every area. She was like a concert pianist. She was the best student. She was, you know, she was incredible. And I was in awe and she had this kick ass handwriting, this amazing handwriting. And I thought, well, I can certainly make my handwriting better. And I remember being very conscious of like, all right, I'm going to practice like writing the way that I want to write. And I, and, you know, of course it evolved, but, but I just remember her as an inspiration for how beautiful something could look on the page, you know? So thanks, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, maybe it's a Capricorn thing, but I like really can get into my handwriting and I really appreciate good handwriting. Others. <laughs> So, I think it is. I think it is. It's oh something gosh. about structure, right? Structure and the beauty of structure. That's Capricorn. That's funny. And that's amazing. Wow. What a great story. Um, so onward, I want to talk a little bit about your book because I have it here. Everyday Radiance, 365 Zodiac inspired prompts for self-care and self-renewal. It's beautiful. Um, and I just love like the colors and all the pictures inside and that you can really use it on a daily basis. So once again, there must be something about you. And there's definitely something about me that loves daily practice because <laughs> your moon notes and your book both have that quality where you can come to them each day and read and discover and turn inward. And it's just incredible. So let's talk a little bit about everyday radiance. Uh -huh. How how does it feel to have your book out in the world, first of all? It feels wonderful. And, you know, it's a huge process. I, I have self-published books before and, and to 
have a book published by a big publisher takes two years. I mean, it just is a long, long <laughs> journey, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm grateful and they were wonderful to work with. And, um, I, you know, I had pitched a different kind of, I had pitched like these little Zodiac love letters, which, uh, which they were, they said, oh, I don't know if we want to publish 12 Zodiac love letters at the same time. So I ended up doing that a different way because I really wanted to do those as well. But they said, what, well, what else do you have in mind? And I knew that a moon note book would not be accurate year to year because the moon is in a different position year to year. So I pivoted and said, well, what if we basically did a sun note book? And so basically, you know, the, the, the book is divided up into 12 different sections, 12 different signs. And every day you get to read something about for example, the sun in Capricorn, when the sun is in Capricorn, you get 30 days of the sun in Capricorn. So it's it's an opportunity to do writing prompts, to think about things, to do practices so that you deepen your understanding of a particular sign. And, and it's also a great way to learn astrology because what I try to do with each sign is come at it from a lot of different ways so that by the time the month is done, you, you know something in your body and being and mind about this sign that you didn't know before. So it's, I I'm a big advocate of embodiment, like moving it, writing it, singing it, you know, so that it becomes a part of you and it's not just a mental exercise. Absolutely. And I think that you really drive that home in here with especially these daily invitations where you can do a writing prompt or a meditation or something that kind of matches up with what you've shared in the daily, um, insights. Um, so it really gives people a lot of opportunity for different kinds of personal inquiry. And of course, understanding, you know, the sun. And so we've got lots of great ways to, to work within the moon and the sun with, with, with Heidi Rose Robbins. (laughs) Right. We've got the moon notes, the moon notes every day. And this incredible, um, this incredible compilation of, of everyday radiance, sun sign information and, and downloads that are just so helpful. So, um, thank you for that. I'm curious, um, would you encourage people to kind of pick this up anytime, or do you think it's a, it flows better if you go day by day and kind of make it into a personal practice. How do you recommend best using all of this great information and insight? Yeah. I mean, truly use it how you will. I mean, I, I love, if I were buying the book, I'd be like, okay, today is February, whatever, you know, and, and let's start. And I would get a journal and I would, you know, I would do day by day, but a lot of, you could also pick it up and say, Hey, what's your birthday? Let's read your birthday or on a special day, you're looking ahead and you're saying, maybe we'll get married on that day. <laughs> you know, you could open it up for that. So any truly you can use it any way you like. If you wanted to learn more about a particular sign, if you said, Oh, I just don't get Gemini's and you wanted to read all 30 pages of Gemini, you could do it that way too. <laughs> but I would probably do it day by day and you could start it at any point. You don't have to start at January 1st. You can start it whenever you buy the book. That's awesome. And it's, it's a great idea to get a journal that to match this book, because obviously there's a lot of great journaling prompts and ways you can deepen in. So thank you for kind of giving us the overview of that. So let's talk a little bit about these retreats that you're leading and how, you know, how that kind of 
works within all of the different aspects of your work, but also, you know, I'm sure some astrology and some personal growth and self-study. Tell us a little bit about these growing retreats and what they're called and kind of the overview of them. They're called Radiant Life Retreats. I am a Leo rising and Leo has a lot to do with radiance and learning about radiance and letting your light shine. Um, But years ago, I was at a retreat with my beloved teacher, Sophia Diaz. And I remember the moment of just thinking to myself, oh, I really want to do this. Like I will lead retreats. And at the time it felt terrifying and it felt... um, uh, you know, it felt like I don't know how I could possibly convince four people to come, you know, but, but I just said to myself, I'm, I'm meant to do that. And I think those are exciting moments when, when we have those sort of aha moments in our life. And I definitely had that. Um, and about 13 years ago, I started to offer these and, you know, I thought, all right, I just want to gather people. And they started out only for women. Um, I want to gather women. I want us to write and move and use our charts in ways that support us. And I want to do partner work and I want to feel liberated and I want to feel safe to take my next life step. And so um, the first retreat, I really did beg, borrow and steal. And I was like, you've got to come, you can come for free. I I just was trying (laughs) to get people there, you know? Um, And there were, I think there were, I think there were five people at the first retreat and, um, but it felt like a huge victory and it felt like this beautiful, beautiful, uh, opportunity. And, um, that first retreat, I think we just did three days. I think we did something like Friday, Saturday, Sunday or something, but now they're from Tuesday to Sunday because, uh, we have a lot to do. And I think they're a great combination of my Leo rising, my Aries sun and my Capricorn moon, because my Aries sun is like a forerunner and says, let's just dive in and do this and I'll lead the way. And my Leo is like, I just want you to all be your true radiant, authentic selves. And Capricorn is a kick-ass planner. So I just planned it to the nth degree and, you know, really made sure that it was a rich experience. And when I said at the very beginning of our conversation, you know, I love community. I now have this amazing team of women, mostly, who have returned to these retreats again and again and again, and they are like the container and they hold it for all the new women. So, you know, there are nine or 10 women that are just consistently holding the space for Mm -hmm. everyone to enter. Now we welcome all, I think it's time, we don't want to leave the men behind. So we welcome everyone to the retreats. um, And it it becomes, they're just magical. They're magical because, not because of me, but because of the 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 container that's been created and all the different qualities that are brought by the the participants. So um, I feel really blessed that I get to be a part of these and that I helped them grow. Hmm. Retreats are such a great opportunity to just take that like eagle eye view on our lives. And I know having led many myself, and also I just wanted to say the first retreat I led as well, which was, I think, 15 years ago, I joke sometimes because it was, um, I profited $50 and bought a bikini because we were in Costa Rica and, and somebody recently, I told them that and they were like, oh my God, were you so bummed? And and I was like, no, I was actually completely psyched that it all happened, that it, you know, came together, that people came 
and that there was a smidge of profit. Um, and obviously when we see things through and through and consistently they grow. And so I share that passion with you because leading groups of women is such a, an amazing, amazing, like, um, opportunity and such a gift to be able to share space with people in that way. Um, so I, I so hear you when you say that like the magic happens because there is something that is just almost indescribable when people come together and especially having so many women returning, what, what an awesome thing that they can kind of be the space holders with you. Mm. So you said you lead these retreats. Well, the upcoming one is in Ojai. Is that generally where you go for these? Yes, the Radiant Life Retreats are generally in March and October in Ojai. Um, I will be doing an astrology immersion at the end of June at Esalen, and I will be doing um, a wonderful sort of, I almost want to call it like a mini Radiant Life Retreat with my dear colleague Adriana Rislo at Kripalu in uh, the end of April and early May. So we're st I'm starting to branch out and do more work at the retreat centers and things like that. But, um, uh, and they all have the flavor of the Radiant Life Retreat, but uh, the, 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 the Radiant Life Retreat OG is like, you know, in, you know <laughs> I, in March and in October. Amazing. Well, it's so, it's so fun to learn about some of the, you know, deeper aspects of your work. And is there anything else that you want to share in this conversation that um, highlights some of the other aspects of what you're up to or how people can work with you? Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of inclined to say that Alexander Franzen is a wonderful uh, woman. Everybody should look up her, her website. She, years ago, I went to a workshop with her and she had us name ourselves. And at the time, uh, I named myself, um, a, I'm a poet with the map of the heavens in my pocket. And so I, I, I am a poet and I love to write poetry. And I'm always, I was thinking a lot about that this morning. I always want to honor the artist in me and the teacher in me. And I think I'm at a moment in my life where you know, I would like to spend a month away writing poetry, you know, I'd like to like really like the let the artist self uh, have more room, but I'm equally deeply excited about how interested people are in astrology now it has changed radically in the last five years, the numbers of people that are open and curious and wanting to learn and the people are talking about it and they know their sun, moon and rising and so um, one of the things that I've been building all along, but it's really growing now is that I'll be doing year long training programs basically to learn astrology. And so there'll be three different sections throughout the year. And I'm in the middle of one right now and it'll happen every year. And so I, I, I do have a passion for introducing people to this beautiful way of working with the moment you were born. And, uh, I, I have, I'm excited about the rhythm of that. That's going to start to, to be so that people can be like, well, can I join next year? And I'm like, yes, you can join next year. <laughs> you know? So those are my artist self and my astrology teacher self are, are, are both wanting to bloom right now. <laughs> wow. So amazing. What a great offering. Well, I always ask this question at the end of my podcasts, and that is, what does it mean to you to be satiated? 
And I'm so curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess such so a- many great answers. <laughs> Isn't it such a great guess. word? It's such a great word. Well, when I hear that word, I just feel like I want to exhale. I feel, I feel calmer when I hear that word actually. And I feel, um, a peaceful, uh, because, and, and to me, it almost, the image that comes to me is that I'm full with beauty. I'm full with love. I'm full with myself. So like that, I don't need anything else <laughs> that, that I'm, that I'm full in a beautiful way. And, um, I, I love this uh, Buddhist phrase that says enough is a feast. And that's really how I've been trying to live my life lately is like, I'm satiated. It's enough. Mm. I'm full, you know? So that's what first strikes me hearing that word. So beautiful. And thank you for that quote. That's so perfect. And it really says it all too. So thank you so much. Um, Well, I would love for you to share how people can best find you. We touched on so many things I know, and I'll definitely include all of your links and such in the show notes, but for those listening, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the easiest thing, just go to HeidiRose.com, H-E-I-D-I-R-O-S-E.com, and it'll lead you all the places you need to go. <laughs> and then of course on Instagram, I'm at Heidi Rose Robbins, and you can start following and, and get those moon notes every day. Amazing. Thank you so much, Heidi. I so appreciate you taking the time to be here. Thank you. I love this conversation. Thank you. It is such an honor to spend time with you here on Satiate, and may this conversation be of benefit. From my heart to yours, I wish you health and happiness for the coming season, and may we meet again here very soon. Take good care.